0: This is episode 40 of Dead Letter Radio. As always, I'm your host, Taze, and here we have the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, because we feature your writing, your poetry, short stories, letters, everything and anything in between that's written down. Give it a voice, a platform, and an audience, but you are the star of each and every episode. So welcome, everyone, new and old, because this is the first episode of the year 2022. These past few years have been difficult and challenging in very unique ways and are still giving us problems and putting us in maybe uncomfortable situations, but you made it this far, pat yourself on the back. Yes, we have more to go, but this just proves that you have the strength, endurance, and resilience to keep going on. So remember, as always, I am rooting for you in this corner. This episode is going to be a great one as always, but as I usually like to do, I like to check in and see how everyone is doing. With the new year, a lot of times people focus on what they want to accomplish, maybe what they want to improve on, or maybe they want to start enacting changes in their own lives as well. Uh, For me, I mean, I feel like you can use any time of the year to better yourself, but it is an easy way to set a starting point. And one, I would like to you know, put more focus on this podcast, as if you've been following from the beginning, we've been having lulls in episode releases. Uh, but two, just really uh, prioritizing uh, self-improvement in various aspects, uh, improving studies, improving just growth as a person. I do want to do a lot of traveling. As, if you know me personally, I am not a well-traveled person. (laughs) And I would like to change that this year if I'm able. Uh, But, you know, pandemic and all that kind of complicates things. Another thing I'd like to get better at doing is reaching out to people. Um, Maybe we can get in our own heads and say, well, you know, phones are two-way streets. And people can always reach out to us. And that is true. But... I would like for myself personally as well to work on really reaching out to people, whether I hear from them or not. Um, just because everyone has such different circumstances, maybe people aren't aware of certain things, and it doesn't mean that people don't need support. So that's a few things I'm trying to focus on, um, but I hope that this year is great for all of us. And I hope we can uh, start either start our dreams that we're working towards or maybe accomplish big goals or maybe just have a relaxing year that's less stressful, and we can be put at ease a bit. But nevertheless, we have to get this episode started, don't we? And as always, I like to begin with a little bit of weather forecast. Why? Don't really know, but it kind of gives us a insight to what our future might bring us. So, for my area tomorrow, we're looking at a bitterly cold 14 degrees high and 4 degrees low, but it will be sunny. So, if you're like me at all, enjoy That crisp air with the warm sun that should be warm but isn't. But also you get to have the fun of seeing your breath, which, even though I am now 26 years old, I still feel like a kid being excited by being able to blow smoke, uh, or condensation in this case. Uh, Just is a cool experience, a phenomenon to me. Well, I digress. Let us get started into episode 40 of Dead Letter Radio. So starting off, we have a piece by Zachary Beeman, entitled, Waiting. We sit in the car a while. It's quiet, dark. The rain runs down the windshield in little rivulets and rivers, an intricate little geography that draws in so much of my attention that I don't realize she's talking for a full minute. I don't ask her to repeat herself much as I want to. She talks when she's nervous, fiddles. I can see her rubbing her hands together, clasping and unclasping, looking out into the darkness. A lone street light down the road throws amber light over everything, everything wet and dark. More droplets racing down the glass. She kisses me. I don't fight it or press back. I can feel the fear in it, this moment of reaching out. It feels like falling. Her big, brown eyes are damp. I'm afraid, too. We watch each other, face to face. She looks tired, so tired. Do I look like that? Is this what happens to people who... The street lamp flickers and dies. We're plunged into darkness. I can feel my heartbeat pulsing. My mouth is dry. I realize I can't hear the rain falling on the car anymore or see any tracing rivulets. And then, from everywhere, is light. So thank you, Zachary, for sharing this amazing piece with us. As always, this is a reminder that we do accept short stories like flash fiction pieces, as this one is. Regarding this piece, Zachary said... This piece is really about the two people and asking the reader to feel a very intimate, otherworldly experience from a limited perspective and to fill in the blanks with their imagination. What is the relationship? Where does the light come from? What does that say about me when I'm filling in the blanks and weaving more into the narrative? And like I always like to say is that That's the amazing part of any piece of art is how we can draw our own conclusions or, as Zachary puts it, fill in the blanks with our own thoughts, suggestions, uh, backstories, whatever it may be. One line that actually really stuck out in this piece for me outside of uh, the great tone setting is, let me see here, she kisses me, I don't fight it or press back. I can feel the fear in it this moment of reaching out. And if this if, if we're going to take this as a first kiss, then we all know that that is a can be a terrifying moment. That moment of reaching out of being so vulnerable, uh showing our full intentions and always having the risk of being rejected. And so I think you capture this wonderfully, Zachary. So thank you. Our next piece is by Peter B., and it is titled, The Projectorist Was the Villain All Along. The film plays only in 88 millimeters. A limiting factor in the means of production, test audiences have made their displeasure quite clear. The production was marred by setbacks and overruns. Some of the actors clearly didn't want to be there. Still, the projectress was the villain all along. So thank you, Peter, for allowing me to share your work here on this podcast. Uh, one of the things that actually really drew me to this piece was, I haven't really quite heard one on this subject matter before and I am not a film buff at all. Sorry, I'm moving around my chair a lot suddenly. Um, So it kind of really interested me on this aspect and this outlook onto the medium. Regarding this piece, Peter said, I will say that I love the art of filmmaking and part of the theme came from my frustration with what I see as a focus on technological progress over story or substance or people in a lot of modern film projects, and I, from my experience of going to movies, while I do love movies and films, and I can get a somewhat understanding of that—that that overly focus on technology aspect rather than the actual substance. Another part of this and. Peter, maybe this is not what you're going for, but as I said, I always liked how we can draw our own conclusions uh, from pieces and art. That kind of brought to mind for me while reading this is how we, as either the audience or maybe just as people in our day-to-day lives, can latch the blame onto the thing that's closest to us. Um, so maybe as an audience go member, uh, audience member, uh, we might blame. Our poor viewing quality on the projectors, or maybe uh, we blame the traffic jam on the driver immediately in front of us when it's really the car, car tenth car ahead of us. And so this piece kind of brought that to mind because, as someone going to the movies, we may never quite know all the issues that culminated into the piece that we are viewing now, and it's just a reminder. That usually we never quite know the full picture. And usually things have a lot more depth to it than we realize. And sometimes it's not just one person's fault, but a lot of circumstances that went wrong. Uh, So thank you, Peter, for sharing that with us. Next by VXV2 at Reddit. This piece is titled New Year... New me. New year. New me. New friends. New experiences. New depression. New pressure to be better. New thoughts to end it all. New thoughts to hurt myself. New places to be alone. New people to push away. New ways to disappoint people. New year. New me. I hope not. So thank you for sharing this piece with us. Uh, Regarding it, they said, I wrote the poem because I got sick of the constant pressure, the new year, new me statement, when all that I've ever experienced is a worse year each time. I always just hope the year isn't the same as before because that new me is always a worse me. Well, first of all, I want to say I hope that this year is better for you, as I hope it's better for everyone out there. And if you're ever feeling experiences or moments of uh, wanting self-harm or suicidal thoughts, uh, reach out to someone, this someone you trust or on Hotline, uh, because people do experience that, don't feel ashamed of that, and it's okay to reach out and get help and talk about it. But regarding this PCS, yes, I do agree with you. There is a big uh, pressure to improve yourself. I mean, even at the beginning of this episode, I talk about it, how a lot of us feel that we want to improve ourselves each year. And I even remarked on how I would like to improve. Um, and sometimes I can feel that each year gets worse. I try to remind myself frequently that we don't know our personal future right we all we know is that there's years ahead of us that there's days ahead of us that there's time ahead of us and in that time good things or bad things can happen and we have some control over where we are and what we do but who knows what circumstances befall us And so we can look at that as a negative, as saying, well, we don't know that anything bad can happen, or we can look at it as a positive. We don't know what good this year can bring. We don't know what amazing things lie just around the corner for us. And so at least that's what I tell myself to be able to push on, to try to tackle each day or each moment uh, as positive as I can, because it is easy to be overwhelmed. Yeah, so thank you for sharing this piece with us today. Next, by Kirill Vlahov, and forgive me if I've mispronounced your name, this piece is titled, We Live in Different Worlds. To Veronica, We live in different worlds, So far away you are, The distance dim as my words, The feelings in my heart. We live in different worlds, Perhaps a song could help. Your eyes are lovely pearls, your lips I've never felt. We live in different worlds, I hardly know your life. I know a lot of girls, but none deserves the strife. We live in different worlds, but you are worth the pain, the longing, and the swirls inside my soul, so vain. We live in different worlds, I think of you so much, the clouds with downy curls. Remind me of your touch. We live in different worlds. So thank you, Kirill, for sharing uh, this piece with us. In my mind, it brings that feeling of a long-distance relationship. How distance and time apart can affect our emotions, how we feel about one another, how the lack of physically being together can change Uh, Maybe the dynamic of the relationship. And to some relationships, that is a breaking point, that distance. Not being able to physically see each other. Even with all the technology we have, um, being able to even see each other's faces on screens, it still doesn't quite replace a person being by your side. And it can, as I said, break or end relationships. Yeah, in your piece you mentioned how that they're worth the pain, this Veronica's worth the pain. And that even in the clouds with downy curls remind you of their touch. And so I just thought this piece uh, captured that reality of relationships and that aspect so well. So thank you. Our next piece is by Summer or Daphne's and Daisies on Reddit. And it is titled, The Day I Met the Sun Any resolve broke down when I first saw you The heavy door opened, and you gazed down at me And then your crown of silken flax, with a cut overdue Gave ways to eyes offering worlds to see Asleep, your crooked nose cried with each breath as your cream skin stained pink from heat, while each spot was kissed until none were left, and my once idle heart skipped a beat. The starlings could never capture you within a song, nor ever can the mournful patter of the rain break a love that will last forever long, with always another day to see you again. I wanted to be the moon, And stay cold in my form. But the day I met the sun. You began. To keep me warm. So thank you Summer. For sharing this amazing piece with us. How fitting this piece is as well. With uh, the aspect that I will be facing. 14 degree weather tomorrow too. (laughs) But besides that. uh, This is just a lovely piece. It's amazing and wonderful and mysterious and overpowering how much certain people in our life can change us or have an impact on us or change our views or just fundamentally shake our existence. And maybe at one moment it wasn't as big of a deal and next you can't imagine anything without them. As you said, it can be like you're the moon and cold in your form, and and you're suddenly warmed up by this luminous sun that just baths as light, and there is no getting away from its beauty and grace, from its tender warmth. And so I just thought this was a wonderful piece and a great way to end this week's episode. So thank you. And that's it. That is episode 40 of Dead Letter Radio. Thank you so much to all the writers who were willing to have me share their piece. As I always said before, I am just a voice on a podcast, so it's always a great honor to me for people to allow me to read such intimate and personal words, because in my mind, there's very few things as intimate as your creative work. It's a part of you. And giving me that chance to share it is just amazing. So thank you. I appreciate it as always. The all the writers' names will be in the description of the episode. So you can either check them out if their socials there or maybe you just want to know who wrote it and you can reach out to me and let me know if you enjoyed their piece. If you enjoyed this episode as always, uh, I appreciate it. If you leave a review you can do so or a rating. You can do so on Apple Podcast or Spotify now which is new. And it takes only like five seconds to do so, and I would always appreciate it as it helps the podcast grow and reach more ears and potential writers. If you are interested in having your own uh, piece read on this podcast, super simple, quickest way, you can find me at t- uh, deadlettercast, that's Dead deadlettercast, C-A-S-T, on Twitter. You can reach out to me there. Or you can reach out to my email, which is also on my Twitter bio, but it's deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. Include the piece title, if there is one, the piece itself, preferably in a PDF or Word document, and any background info you might want shared along with its reading, and how you like to be credited. As always, you can be anonymous. So, thank you for sticking with me to the end of this episode. Here's to a new year. Let's tackle it. Let's make it the best we can. No matter the circumstances that uh, come to challenge us, just know that there's always the possibility of good. There's always the possibility of happiness. And let's do our best this year. This is Taze with Dead Letter Radio, and I'm wishing you all safe travels.